That gives me a bit more space. Uh, you need to put the duvet back down so it's blocking the bed. Yeah, there you go. Right. Okay, let's do it. Welcome back to Talking Bout Trek, episode nine. Episode nine. Look at us. I mean, look at us. I mean, I mean, everyone is shocked. You know, my family <laughs> who've not even interested in it at all, and I've kind of mentioned that. You know, are they are they into it now? No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely not, Pete. Like, they're not. They're not even a little bit interested, but they are impressed now. <laughs> Well, you committed like, to this list yeah, many podcasts. we've done like nine episodes of this because yeah. I really didn't think they were going to. And obviously, I don't really think we believe we were going to either. No. Uh, but they are pretty impressed with that. And I think... Shows, shows what know, happens when you have a lot of time on your hands and interest in Star Trek, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And more yeah. and more, you know, more people are knowing about it now. You know, now, you know, when I say more people, like five more people know about it now. You know, We're on the sides of London buses. Um, yeah, I'm walking down the street. I'm getting recognised. We have a much bigger advertising budget than I was aware of. Yeah, oh. <laughs> you're not. You're not seeing any of that. So, hello, everyone. Hi. Um, I, and also, I've 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 just remembered. Let's for once, Sam, introduce, introduce ourselves. ourselves. Yeah, because we did. No, we did that in the very first episode, but we haven't done it since. Because I expect people to remember. You know, I I, I don't want to insult our audience. So I, you know, but hey, that, that's just just for just for shits and giggles. Okay. Um, I'm Pete, and I like Star Trek. Uh, who are you? <laughs> are you asking the audience, or are you asking? <laughs> no, I'm asking you. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm looking at you, and I'm asking you a question. I thought you'd sort of broken the the fourth wall, and you were asking the audience what they thought. <laughs> I'm Sam, and Sam. honestly, this this feels like the worst trick because I was going to say I like Star Trek as well, but I feel like is that is that all? Is that is that all we're going to say? I mean, well, I'll tell you what. I've I've got an interesting question for you, Sam, which happens to be our intro question. All right, cool. <laughs> Cool. This is so good I could always just ask you that if you like. Otherwise, well, yeah, because otherwise it does feel like we're quite one-dimensional people. But that's yeah, okay. That's okay though. <laughs> people are only interested in one of our dimensions, the Star Trek one. You know, and if they're listening oh. to this podcast, anyway. That's um, true. Uh, I'll tell you what. Here is here is the other dimension, another dimension that you can open up for us, Sam. If you um, I want you to imagine that you're sitting down for a nice meal at uh cisco's restaurant in san francisco i think it's san francisco or is it or is it somewhere in... anyway you're sitting down for a meal at cisco's all right and you have two chairs empty chairs on your table and you can invite anyone from the star trek universe to join you which two people from the star trek universe are you having for this meal who do you want to sit with and just and just shoot the shit and discuss stuff with i want to I want to bring in uh, first of all uh, the traveller, oh um, the traveller, <laughs> the traveller, because he, you know he can take me to places. <laughs> so you can, uh, you can immediately leave the restaurant. <laughs> I can leave the restaurant immediately. I can also get him to like take me to some cool places because, uh, well, I mean I don't know what exactly the rules are, but you know I don't have access to a to a starship right now. So you, it feels like it would be, be good. I could become a traveler. I could be like Wesley. I could just like flip in and out of existence if I get the traveler to teach me that. So he's he's obviously the first one. Are you going to um, convince him over the course of this meal to to make you a traveler? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, I probably got that like special thing that Wesley you, has. I've always thought that you I was do look quite a bit special. like Wesley Crusher. I've you do look, I was... you do look a bit like him. Yeah, and I, I have also, you know, I've, I'm quite a special guy. You know, I've got. 
<laughs> you know, people are always saying, you know, you're a special guy. And so I think I've got quite a Wesley Crusher-esque I, and I he feel like Wesley also thought that he was special as well, and that was kind of the problem. Well, Wesley was, I'm sorry, but Wesley was special. No, he was, he was, he was, he like, was a he was he was one day he was great and then the other person i guess i'd have along for the ride oh, i don't know because to be honest sh- to be honest a traveler would be like the main person so whoever else i come along i'm not really going to talk to them like they're probably just going to kind of be sitting you know when you've got like an obvious third wheel at the at the meal are you saying that this person is there purely so you can dominate them and prove to the traveler that you're better than them so that you can oh, make, okay make you so return. yeah i'd bring i'd bring someone really really i'd bring like lieutenant barkley barkley <laughs> I'd bring in like Reginald. I'd bring in Barkley, <laughs> and then I'd just be so much more competent than him. The traveler would would take me under his wing. Calamity so, yeah, Barkley. That's that's actually that's probably a good choice. I think that. the traveler and Barkley. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm. That's that's a good. That's a good. That's a good couple of. I don't know how the meal would go, but you you have a very clear intention, so I understand well, why you're the, doing. The traveler. That. The traveler wouldn't eat. I don't think anyone would eat. Like, but well, Reg <laughs> Barkley would probably eat, and he would say some awkward things. Reg and then Barkley I would, would definitely eat probably piss Cisco off. I he's think. very upset. Yeah, he's going to peel yeah, some yeah. tomatoes very aggressively. Yeah. Um I I would do you know what? I'd have uh, good old good old General Martok because I want to sing some songs, I want to have a good time and I want to I want to do some headbutts. Want to headbutt him, you know, and then just, you know, just get just get absolutely destroyed on Bloodwine. That is um, a terrible okay, terrible first answer because <laughs> you you would get headbutted and you would like crush your skull in. So look, Look, and then he'd pro- and then and then and then he'd be offended by the fact that you know you probably were screaming and crying when your head been smashed in, <laughs> and then he'd probably stab you because he was offended by that. All I'm, so, all, I'm all I'm saying is that I'm gonna you know I'm gonna be there for the main course, unlike some people at this restaurant. So. I, I don't think you are gonna be there for the main course. I don't think you'd make it through to the main course. I don't think you'd make it through to the starters. But okay, well, so that's, that's, that's I, your well, first in, in which in which case I think the second person has to be a doctor. So I'm gonna have Doctor McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would probably be that would probably work to have both of them there, and then I think could... bones would be a good bones would yeah, be a good you... dinner guest. You know, I'd love to just kind of shoot the shit with, with bones, have a couple of whiskeys after. Do you, you know? think they? Do you think they would get along, Martok and Bones? I think they would actually. I think they would. I think I think Bones has a bit of kind of Klingon brutality and aggression about him. I think okay. it'd be an interesting, interesting little dinner. I'd be lying on the floor dead, but they'd have a great time. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know. I think that's probably true. I think that's probably true. So, all right, well, yeah, good, good, good dinner, good dinner plans. I mean, at the end of the dinner, you're obviously just going home a human. I'm going home a. Yeah, well, I'd hope that you travel I'm back in time a, and save me. A traveler. Uh, yeah, I might do, yeah. but I probably don't. I probably, I probably got a new perspective on the universe. So I probably don't care about any oh. of that anymore. Oh, you, you know what I mean? You've seen the fourth dimension. You're just kind of yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter anymore, does it? Friendship yeah, is dead to me. You and Wesley Crusher and that random person from that episode of Picard. Are now just yes. traveling universe. So yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> <There's> that. <laughs> so that, that's that's how we introduce ourselves. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, at least we did for once. We we've quite find ourselves at a weird point in time, Sam, because this was a weird episode of not a weird episode, but a seminal episode of Picard. And uh, they they I think we can it's fair to say they went there this week. Um, how are you feeling? How are you feeling after episode nine? Well, I have many questions, yeah. and I've given up on. I think I've just decided that it's probably just best to give up and decide that they're not going to be answered, uh, and they're not going to they're not going to resolve. They clear. It just feels like clearly they're not going to be able to resolve all these plot points anymore. We're a lot closer um, than we were to your answer. We no, we we've we've learned some things, but now there are a load more questions, and a lot of it like doesn't, a lot of it doesn't quite add up in my mind. But um, that's okay. Mm. I I feel like they just served up just ridiculous fan service. 
Yes. And uh, I loved it. So uh, it was good. And I think I think the way to be at peace now with this is just to not worry about the fact that I just don't believe that they're going to resolve most of most of what's they've sort of set up. But but you know, we we can talk about that. What what about you? I'm feeling yeah. good. I'm feeling good. I think like you, I've accepted that I'm a happy idiot. I'm like being fed all of this stuff and I'm like, fine, you know what? Keep on going. Just give it to me. And yeah. this week, this week, like I mean, we've we've spoken about fan service previous weeks. This was beyond the pale. This was just like, here's exactly what all the fans want. Go for it. Have fun. Um and I, I, it, I, I, I did reach the point this week where I started to tip over the other way and went, hold on a second, I'm loving this, fine, this is great, let's just enjoy it. At the same time, do you know what? It's getting a bit much, and is this actually becoming a bad show again because it's getting so fan servicey? Like it, objectively, apart from the fact that I'm loving it, is this actually bad now? Um. And I don't know. I don't know if it is. I don't know if it isn't. I I just think that it's a bit up in the air on that one. Um, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I it yeah for me it didn't. It, it never. I never got to the point of being. Or maybe I was just too overwhelmed by. I was just like, you know what? I just love this. Uh, and and I lost all all critical uh, ability <laughs> to judge saying. at that point. Yeah. I, I think it's. I mean. Well, Helen loved it. Uh, she, <laughs> she thought it was great. Um, so I don't know. Um, maybe maybe we're overthinking it. You know, maybe it's yeah. maybe it's almost like because this is exactly what we want. We're a bit scared of accepting it, <laughs> like afraid of commitment. So, so, yeah, exactly. So it's not like you're talking about like a like a relationship sort of yeah, thing. This, I, think, this... I think we have a very very weird connection to this show at this point <laughs> uh, after discussing it. Um, yeah, we're gonna get, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get more and more weird as we get into it. Yeah. Um, but this episode opens with, uh, as I'm actually, I'm, I, 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 as I started it, I thought you'd be pretty happy because it opens with the Jack reveal. I, we actually, at least for once, picked up where we left off, unlike last time. And we actually get straight off. First thing we, we get to know is what is going on with Jack. We get Troy doing like, and this is something I'm, I'm kind of not sure about. I didn't know Betazoids could do mind melds. This is basically a mind meld. Right? Uh, it's just, I yeah, it literally is just a mind meld. Yeah, well, she's, they just needed her to be able to do that. So they were like, screw it. We never yeah. really defined what she could do. She never could do it before, but it's fine. This is yeah. what I mean. And if she could have done this, she, this would have helped out so many situations in TNG. Yeah. Um, but like, it, it just, you know, I, I, this is what I mean by us just suddenly accepting stuff that we wouldn't have accepted before. If that happened in Picard season two, we'd be like, oh, that's so stupid. But because they're just like feeding us all of this cake, we just like, ooh. Maybe, you know, we'll maybe go. she got maybe she got better at being a Betazoid. I don't know. Maybe she's like just, Jack Crusher on, yeah, on his powers. She, she, she just she just got better at it. Um, but she also is a pretty bad counselor in this uh, yeah. this point, right? She's like, I'm definitely going to be with you. You know, when you open that door, I'll stay with you. <laughs> The door is open, and, and we don't away. get to see, and she just runs away. Literally, I'm immediately. Like, <laughs> oh, oh. She's not not yeah. good counsel, not good counsel work. But she, yeah. I guess she's like, no, I can't deal with this. I'm going to have to. Uh, I'm going to have to go and tell your parents about this. Yeah, and then and then, to be honest, that. I was concerned when she ran off that we weren't going to, we weren't, we as the audience weren't going to find out what was behind the door. What like Troy would get kidnapped and then we just wouldn't hear about it, or or, or something. Yeah, like like <laughs> she'd be running off and then she'd get like shot or something, and then we'd never find out. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. we did find out. We did. We I finally mean, well, did. I mean, and, and it kind of, you know, I mean, obviously we've debated the Par Wraith and Borg thing. Obviously, Par Wraiths are not happening. If they do it in episode 10, that'd be ridiculous. Um, it's obviously going the Borg group. And um, 
I actually, you know, they have been teasing. The thing is, they've been teasing several things. So it's easy to look back and go, oh, we should have seen this. But, you know, Jack's talking about connections the whole time when he's talking to Seven of Nine and everyone's seeking connection in the museum episode. Um, you know, there's all of that kind of stuff. But Jack is is some kind of Borg uh, thing, basically. And we'll kind of, yeah. we'll, I guess we'll find out what that is. Um, yeah. and, uh, I thought it was interesting that when they do go and tell uh, Beverly and Picard, uh, Beverly says that no one's heard, seen or heard of the Borg in over a decade. I guess like it, they probably, it doesn't count. Like Girati's, Girati's, this is the first kind of mention of Girati's Borg and how they just don't seem to exist or don't count anymore, I guess. It feel, feels a different a, Borg. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it still feels even even so. I, I mean, again, I was really confused by this. It still feels relevant for Picard to mention in this in this moment right. to, to to Beverly. Oh, actually, by the way, I had this whole like caper. Uh, yeah. Last, you, you don't know about it, but I had this whole caper where I turned a faction of the poor good, and now they're <laughs> out there. So maybe it's got something to do with them. No, he's like, oh no, I don't need to mention this. Be- Beverly's not gonna <laughs> Troy. Troy and Beverly, n- none of them are gonna. They, they don't need to know about this any of this but rubbish. I, it is, but that is it is just silly. I mean, like. There is a, I mean, so obviously, I, and I had to go back and check because I, I wasn't entirely sure on the actually what happened. And rewatching some of episode ten of season two was an absolute, was an absolute torture. But um, you know, Girati basically stayed on Earth for four hundred years and kind of became Borg, became the Borg Queen, and um, is now protecting a transwarp conduit, like you've been discussing, um, yeah. somewhere in space that we don't know who owns it, but they're guarding it. Um, yeah. And yeah, like it just feels like this is so relevant to everything that if they if Girati doesn't appear in in episode ten, even though we we accept that they've kind of narratively moved away from the first two seasons, it's stupid if she doesn't. It's kind of stupid if she doesn't. It, it is stupid. It yeah. it is really dumb. And and I don't know, but I but I feel like they're not gonna. Like no, I had yeah, to yeah. go back. I ha- I lo- so I I I was after the show. I was like I have to look this up because when when they said we haven't seen the or heard from the Borg in over a decade, I was like, well, that's just. It's just not true. Like they, they like <laughs> it was last season. Yeah. So I, I tried to go back. Apparently, it was mentioned. Shaw explained this away in episode four. Right. Um. I and and Terry Metalis, like the people were tweeting him afterwards, and he was he tweeted them back saying like, oh, actually, this was resolved in episode four. Okay. I cannot. I could not find that. I what literally couldn't there? find. What, did, what happened? What did they say? So basically, basically at that point, he. Apparently, Shaw references the fact that Girati is the leader of like basically one offshoot nice faction of the Borg. It is like the Girati faction because it's the ones that that have been on Earth or near Earth this whole time. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so she's she's like somehow she's assimilated. She's like at some point she like left Earth, I guess, after several hundred years or whatever, yeah. and then she's gone around the universe and she's been like assimilating the sick. You know, the, and the dying and stuff like right. that, and turning them into sort of like a, dead drones. But okay. they're the nice Borg, but they're only like one small part of the Borg, and the real Borg, which Janeway kind of screwed screwed up when she at the at the end of Voyager, they're still out there, or they have been out there. So when they say they haven't heard from them for ten years, they mean the Voyager Borg. But yeah. that's just a really confusing. That's just well, a really narratively confusing thing, and and also even... it wasn't really explained yeah. at all so i thought it wasn't great yeah but even so like i, I feel like i feel like even so and we'll, I mean, we'll get into this in a bit but even if they're not the same thing surely the best people to combat this situation yeah right is girati's it- borg and they have this they have borg tech and they can probably fight back and and if you're if you're um everyone uh if you're geordie 
and you're about to put in the the, um, the coordinates, okay, you can go back to to your little museum, but you could also put in the coordinates to the transport conduit and then go and find Girati, and it'll probably be a lot better. It doesn't. It, it's a much better plan. It's just so much better plan because, like you say, they actually have an ability to fight the rest of the board, but yeah. they don't do that because there doesn't appear to be any link, and that just seems really strange yeah I, to be honest the other thing that i felt about this was that when the borg when it opened the door of the borg like i feel like they've overused the borg like, oh yeah too much like yeah. in in this that's whole, almost why i was in, hoping it wasn't them because i feel like it's the yeah, obvious one that exactly. was part rave so it was like that's amazing it well it would have been interesting but like see, like thing is season one and season two they've had the borg have been it throughout mm. like yeah, i yeah. know that i know that they've not been well, in season two, they were like heavily in it and the yeah, queen yeah. was in it and yeah. everything. And I mean, season one, I know it was just like, it, they were a bit in it. I mean, I know there was the, like, um, sort of the artifacts was the Borg. The artifacts. But Hugh was in it as well. Hugh was. Yeah. And, and and the problem was, it was just like, so when you see behind that door, if like, if the whole three seasons had been building up to yeah. who is it? Who is yeah. this going to be? Is it going to be the Borg? Mm -hmm. I think that would have landed a lot better if like we'd seen this like, you know, at some point in this season only, I think it would have been a much more dramatic, scary thing. But as it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. well, we saw them last season. We see them like multiple again. times, and here they are again. It 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 kind of landed less well for me, I think. Um, but it's also it's also the whole thing of overusing a villain and, and their and their um, influence becoming less because yeah, you see the Borg. They've already been thwarted like one at least once in this series alone, let alone many other scenes of Star Trek and other shows. Oh yeah, so it's yeah. kind of just like you just know that it's gonna they're gonna program it back somehow, right? I'll come on to like my little my little theory of what they're gonna do later, but like it's just you know it it just doesn't feel that significant anymore. It's now even even though it feels like insane what's happened it's still like yeah but it's, it was that little moment where geordie goes they took my daughters and because like we'll get them back that's just it just shows that they're going to resolve this in two episodes and it's fine and you know it's kind of fake almost fake peril at this point yeah um, yeah you're, you're right actually yeah. and and you know what that it makes me think it's a really good point because it makes me think about you know tng first contact borg it always felt the way they presented the borg was it always felt desperate it was yeah. always like this is happening you know, there, 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 there is almost nothing we can do to stop them. Like we yeah. can try, but like, and and in first contact, I think it's, it's just such a great film. And like oh, they, film. you know, you know, you know, when Picard sort of starts like dehumanizing everyone because he just yep. cannot win yep. in any other way. So mm -hmm. you're right. Like when he says, like, "Oh, we'll save Geordie's," yeah. When he says, like, you know, we'll save your you know your daughters it just yeah. feels like well how like how, <laughs> yeah. how, how yeah you shouldn't, sorry. You shouldn't have hope at that point and that should be that should be the moment like where that you show how serious it is but instead they just like go it's okay and it's like it's yeah it's like it's, it's not okay like, um, like they, they, how, how on earth have they could have sort this out yeah, yeah. so it, that was that was a bit of a, i i did read as well like the, the par rates obviously like they didn't <laughs> Uh, that that wasn't that wasn't a thing i did but again i did read i spent a while look reading a, a thing about Terry, Terry Metallus did quite an interesting interview about this whole episode. Um, okay. And he, and he was saying that part they knew people would go towards the Pares. Mm. I guess at this point, it's a good thing they didn't do the Pares because there's no way yeah. would they have been able to justify in two episodes why Look, the Pares were around. I'm just happy with that. I'm just happy that it was an intentional red herring and wasn't just a, wasn't just a thing that was an accident that Alex Kurtzman did. Like this yeah. was actually a, we're going to lead them down a, a par race path and it's not going to be the thing. That's cool. That's awesome. I'm glad yeah. that I was misled. That's great. That's what I want. Yeah. So yeah. Picard says he's going to, he's going to tell Jack. And so Locutus, and I guess it's something that I've, you got a lot of stuff, right, Sam? <laughs> one, <laughs> one thing that I predicted was that um, 
Locutus was the goal, right? So Lec- they, and that's this is the thing, right? Yeah. Locutus passed through, you know, uh, sells through to Jack and planted this seed, which kind of made him this kind of Borg being, which to be yeah. activated, right? So aeromotic syndrome was misdiagnosis. Um, Picard wants to send him to Vulcan to get mind melded into oblivion, which is quite interesting. Um, and I think that's actually, this was actually a really underrated moment in a way, because that was actually the first time that Picard has put people before his son this entire season. He's been, you know, this entire season, he's been putting a Titan in trouble so they can get his son back. And this is the first time he's gone, okay, this is, this is too big now. You need to like, I'm sorry, but you need to go under like lock and key and get sorted out. Um, yeah. And uh, there was a, there was a good quote here, wasn't there about kind of protocols. <laughs> I, I I actually I I uh, I thought it was a bad quote. Um, <laughs> you thought it was a bad quote. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was bad. It stood out to me as 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 just I don't know. It was it just stood out to me. It was the bit where Picard says, "Oh, what about no?" Jack says, "What about your protocols as a father?" Or oh, weren't you issued with those? <laughs> <laughs> and I just felt like it was a little bit. It stood out to me. It wasn't. It wasn't much of a thing. Let's just... let's remember that Jack is supposed to be twenty years old in the show. Yeah. <laughs> Is, it, is, that how older. is that how he's meant to yeah, be? Yeah, I think he's supposed to be about 20. Yeah. Oh, right. I put him, I would have put him at like 28 or 29. Yeah. Older. <laughs> yeah. Well, he wasn't yeah. issued. Anyway, Picard wasn't issued with, uh, with, he with wasn't protocols brief. as a father. He, he wasn't, wasn't issued for sure. So he didn't know um, where to go. And then but, second yeah. worst plan ever, con- ever contrived uh, yeah. by the second worst plan in this episode. Not the worst plan, but the second worst plan <laughs> uh, happens where. Um, Jack decides to go and find the Borg Queen. And, yeah, stupid uh, plan. This is this is just like uh, stupid extrapolation of a plot. We need to get him to go to this place. We're going to make it an emotional thing. So he goes, right? Yeah. I thought, yeah. And like, um, does, yeah, just silly, really. Like, obviously, don't do that. Also, like, also, I think it's funny that this he suddenly can just so easily control people and leave. This, like, a lot yeah. of episodes this season, he's been like guarded and can't get out and trying to give himself up and stuff. And he hasn't been able to because he, he can't get away from being locked up. And this episode, he's just like, nah, it's all right. I'm just going to turn these, these security guards on my side and I'm going to leave. Yeah. Um, and then... And I couldn't help but think about Stagolatska in this moment, Sam, when he's on the shuttlecraft and he <laughs> like senses where he's going to go, then he puts the coordinates in. That is just straight ripped from Battle Stagolatska. Like that yeah. is just literally a Cylon like going da da da. I'm going here to find the fleet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they have just really just like taken that, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, it was okay. Um, I mean, this is this whole season is very it's very very Battle Stagolatska with is. with pe- people that are now. The Borg are kind of now people, and yeah. you know, they've got robots. And changelings as well. And changeling, changeling. Same. and then and then and then the whole virus linking all the ships together, and yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, having the network. Thing. It was all. It's all. It's all. It's all just BSG. Incredibly um, BSG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is no bad thing because BSG is one of the best sci-fi shows ever. So that's. But but okay, it, but it was but... this was this was just like yeah like it was just kind of dumb. Like, I was like oh, I'm just gonna go and find the Borg Queen. I've got no real plan. I mean, yes, I suppose you could be emotional, but it does feel like you might put a bit more thought into this as yeah. a, uh, you know, it does feel like you might put a bit more thought into this or I'm just, I'm just going to go after her and kill her. How? You know, yeah. you, he's not, he's not like, he's not like, an ab, he's not like an actual child. He's not like a 10 year old with, <laughs> doesn't think things through. So this was just a bit weird, but yeah, anyway. Definitely. I definitely agree. And, you know, so he obviously goes off to the, to the cube, to the cube, finds the cube after sensing where to go. He, you know, he goes on. He go, he he ends up in a transwarp conduit, which I thought was interesting because obviously, and they do say that, and that is obviously what Girati is protecting. So that's when I was like, ooh, but they, I don't think they're going that direction. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, he essentially just goes onto the ship. It's the Borg Queen. 
and I'm pretty sure it's OG Borg Queen. And she calls him, she labels him Vox because he is the voice of the Borg. So it's Locutus and Vox, they're two names. Yeah, I didn't, and, so I didn't, so I didn't quite understand this. Like, Locutus yeah. is the. Locutus is, is, is the is, one who speaks. It's like he was the Borg who speaks for the Borg. And then he's, and then Jack is the voice himself. It's very tenuous. So, so, so Jack is, yeah, because this is what I was confused about. So Jack is actually speaking and Locutus yeah. was just. No, Locutus is speaking and Jack is the voice. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. I mean, all right. Yeah, I mean, uh, okay. So fine. So, so, it's some, so Jack it's some has very more. Ten, it's some very tenuous Latin stuff, basically. Jack, Jack, Jack has some, um, some actual agency in this. Yeah. In a way, in a way that Locutus does. The way that later, like Picard never did have any agency over this. Jack appears to maintain some sort of. Well, I mean, so uh, before she she goes through some of the other voice, some of the other names that she was going to name him, and one means like a son of God, and one means like her successor so i think they're basically setting him up to be like the borg king kind of thing i think that's the idea yeah or the prince or whatever so that you know right. basically he's going to have a controlling role over what's going on right um and i you know so i, well, I mean one thing that was when i when i saw it was the borg queen i obviously don't see her face obviously annie annie vershing sadly passed away after she was in season two of Picard. um so i wasn't sure if it was gonna, this is when i was like is it gerati but i think it is actually the original um uh actor from Voyager who's come back which would be cool if that happens that'd be interesting yeah i'd like to see that would that. be good that would be good and then this is this is pretty much this is it for jack like yeah, he's this is no longer this is the, this is the, this is the this is the last thing because in in the rest of the episode it's not jack's story doesn't really have anything to do with the rest of the episode no. Um, which which we can kind of come on to. He just gets some um some he gets like seemingly assimilated or connected or something, and then that's then it cuts. So clearly he's going to have some controlling role, right? Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's not hard to imagine that talking about kind of there being kind of fake peril because it's the Borg and we've seen it so many times that he would just kind of overpower the Borg Queen because he's the evolution and he turns it back to, I wouldn't be surprised if he saves a day. So that kind of side of this this episode was kind of a little bit tiresome because it's kind of like, I see, yes, okay, it's kind of big and epic and it's the Borg, but yeah, you know, we've been here. Yeah, yeah. Um, back on the Titan, you have a nice little moment with Data and Picard, a nice little kind of moment where, where Data consoles him, uh, puts his hand on his shoulder. And it's kind of, I guess like I kind of, I did, I did kind of like this. I thought it was a bit kind of like, we're going to have another emotional moment with Data and Picard, but I did think it was like, um, he, it was kind of one of the first times where he's probably showing his emotional side, I guess, Data as like a being. So that was kind mm. of interesting. Um, and that he didn't know, he didn't have the words to say, but he knew how to do a kind of an emotional, physical thing that wasn't that. So that was kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah. It was yeah. good. And I, I, I have to say that so obviously they then, they then go on to talk about exactly what's going on. They basically explain the Jack plot on what's happened, right? So they start talking about how it's this ball tech has always been in Jack. Beverly says, how could I have missed that? Like, it's really obvious to, that the, like <laughs> there was this ball tech inside Jack's mind that she couldn't detect. Like, how did they miss it? Like, come on. <laughs> you could have never have known that was there. Right? Bad bad mother to not suspect yeah, that your child mother. is uh, is is in fact the poor prince or the poor you know king whatever. Yeah, come on. So so strange to to not not have thought that about your child that has nothing to do with the Borg and has never met them. But okay. Yeah, that was so stupid. Now he's now just been weaponized by the Borg. Yeah, so how can I not see that? And obviously then at the front frontier day inevitably is the big ending to the show and that it's now the target. I am annoyed though that it seems that the changelings just don't seem to be in it anymore. They just that just doesn't matter anymore. They're yeah, gone. so I was wondering about this because obviously they just weren't 
They weren't. It, were they in this episode at all? I don't not think they were in this episode not at all. all. So, so there was that guy that was commanding Vadik. Yeah, you know, who's that? The, the 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 guy that cut off his hand. You know, that, no, sorry, that, she, is, she cut off her hand Borg, to talk to him. Is that the Borg Queen? Maybe, maybe that could be the Borg Queen. But it was it was interesting because it was just like, well, who's that? Who's been commanding them? Surely we're going to find that out. Yeah, I would so. assume. But, but I, I, I guess dead. I was. Well, Vadik's dead, and and I guess I'm like, well, I assume that we're going to find that out. I'm guessing, you know, near near enough, and and I feel like this is a thing that we we may one of those things that we may not find out, and maybe we're just going to have to live with the fact that we won't know. <laughs> but I guess it sort of feels like basically the the Borg did some sort of deal with a rogue section of of the Changelings commanded by this person, and now that's it. The Changelings' role is over. You know, yeah. like they've 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 done their bit, which was to infiltrate Starfleet and put this code in. But also, um, why wouldn't the Borg want to assimilate those changelings as well? Why would they know. just leave them alone? Yeah, because surely having them in as part of what you're doing is really key. I just, I just, yeah. I just, I just think they've basically that is one thing where okay, they've used it as a big plot point in this this series, but like it just now seems a bit pointless that they're in it. It's now just kind of oh well, they were just a bit of you know that was just all for the misdirection that is actually the Borg in episode nine. So well, and I guess it was. I mean, it's. I mean, the changelings are are just a good. They're a good bad guy, you know. They're they're a good they're a good bad guy in the sense that you don't know who's who. But it's a shame that they couldn't have been. I mean, I guess we're we're assuming that they're not going to be integrated, and I feel like that's a reasonable assumption. But it's a shame they weren't integrated a little bit better uh, yeah. into the into the story. It feels feels like they were just like, oh, it'd be cool to have changings and yeah, in season three, yeah, let's just do that. Okay, and I was cool. I was so excited for where it was going as well. So it's a bit of a disappointment, but that's okay. I'm also kind of, you know, there's a lot of things that were good about this episode, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we then do we then they obviously then rush to frontier day and the, we get this kind of we see the enterprise f immediately and enterprise i didn't f. know that was the enterprise f yeah, i didn't f. realize that was the enterprise f i yeah, feel like yeah. i want to go back and rewatch that yeah, just to, it does look very similar to the e actually it does it does yeah. um and it, but it was good it was good and i enjoyed this whole scene i was just, just like this was a good this was a good scene i, I wasn't so keen on this sam <laughs> you didn't you didn't you didn't you didn't like this i thought it was a bit much so i think we, we i think you know what it is i think we this whole and maybe we're supposed to see it this way this whole season we've been we've been told that starfleet are actually a bit shady and actually a bit you know not as perfect as they seem and then we go to this kind of very kind of militaristic uh admiral shelby talking about how fantastic the starfleet are and it's all very like the music's all very kind of jolly i mean i did love that apple shelby was captaining or you know in control of the enterprise that's cool good yeah, to see shelby again and um, also also i like that her speech referenced archer's enterprise the nx01 that was great because mm -hmm. that you know good to see i'm a one of the few people who like star trek who likes Enter i love enterprise uh not many people do but i really i really like that show so i was glad to to see it noticed and noted um but yeah, I just thought this was just a bit like it just it just okay, it just doesn't make any sense that they get all the ships together in one place. The entire fleet makes no sense. They would do that. They clearly have interests elsewhere. If this is clear if this is all of the starships, then that just doesn't what? That doesn't make any sense they do that. I mean it um, doesn't. It doesn't. It, and it doesn't and, at all. And I and, and it does it, it you like you say, it's just it's unreal. Like even it I think it I think this story would have worked as well if they'd been like a significant part of the fleet yeah. will be there. You know, yeah. that that's fine. It doesn't have to be every because, like you say, it's obviously absurd to say that all the ships there must be they must be doing things, these other ships. So yeah. why have there's they no all come there's back? no Starfleet presence presence in the rest of the galaxy at all yeah. right now? They're all back yeah. at Earth. And yeah. like 
They could have just said, like, I don't know, um, anyone within warp distance can't get here in time and they're going to attack Earth. They could have been that rather than now nah, all the fleet are just assimilated now. Um, I agree. I agree with you, actually. That, that feels like a weak, uh, an unnecessary, like, uh, an unrealistic pop point. You know, why wouldn't they have just like, like, I don't know, loads of them are going to be there, you know, because yeah. there's a hundred ships just hanging out there or even like more than that, like would have been like, OK, yeah, I can see this is a problem. Also, um, Starfleet is really small. Apparently, I know it's a hundred ships. That's not that many. Well, well, I I always assumed it was more like a thousand ships, but it certainly yeah. didn't look like that many, did it? Like, yeah. Um, um, yeah. And there was, I just, I'm just not keen on space fireworks as well. I don't know how no, that you works. didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't like space fireworks. Wasn't into the space fireworks. Why is there like smoke going through space? Why are they making oh, noise this... in space? It should make it, it should vacuum. It should make any noise. All I of this stuff just kind of I like. This I mean, you could make the light. You could make the light with the space fireworks. Well, I yeah. think probably they somehow. could be like kind of like I guess they could be like kind of like um, altered torpedoes to be fireworks. Yeah, well, I was seeing that. Like they could be yeah. like very small photon torpedoes that blow up. They shouldn't make any noise, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I just thought that all together that was a bit a bit too much, and I was a bit like, oh, I wasn't sure okay. about it, but. Hey, you know, whatever. No, I think you you have yeah. valid you have valid complaints. Um, uh, you have valid complaints there. I, yeah. I liked. Um, I I enjoyed the shot of um of the, well, the Enterprise F. Now that I know it's yeah. that coming out of the coming out of the ship, I enjoyed the fact that Admiral Shelby was out of space dock. Yeah, yeah, that's um, good. I, yeah, and I, I was. I guess it was very reminiscent of the end of Voyager, wasn't it? But, yeah, 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 yeah. And they they put it in this. Oh no no maybe maybe that's a bit later when they go in this the BSG uh plotline <laughs> of like all the ships are for some reason for some absurd reason going to be linked together with one single vulnerability I guess yeah. at least this wasn't deliberate but but they were like oh yeah it'd be better if we could network all the ships together you know yeah. and their, their and reasoning then... their reasoning makes no sense for why they're doing this like, yeah. just in case just in case there's like like something about mass deactivation or something it doesn't there's yeah. no it just doesn't make sense shockingly you know i think we all saw it coming off a mile coming a mile off when it when they mentioned they were networking all the ships together yeah, yes it, it, it comes back to uh bite them in the ass basically yeah um, um well I, I okay this is something i did really like i love the idea that they were taking okay so the, it came from Locutus. That's kind of that's kind of okay. They they took the board tech from Locutus, but the fact that they were putting it in the transporter as part of the code and then transporting it into people, like to like kind of subtly assimilate them. I actually thought that was really cool. I thought that was a really interesting idea. Yeah, um, agreed. And like you know, just a really again, like I think this has happened quite a lot in this series. A good use of Star Trek stuff, like whether it's like um, using tractor beams in strange ways and like interesting ways. This is another example of going. What if they use the transporter to assimilate people? That's a really cool idea. That's one in the writers' room has thought up. So I really, I really appreciated that. And then they have the the, but it only <laughs> works if you're about this was twenty-five. The if you're if you're under twenty-five or twenty-five or under. Yeah, and if you're if you're twenty-six, you're completely fine. Yeah, initially I was like, well, that's weird. But then I, I did, I don't know. I kind of thought about it, and I was like, well. I guess I guess I'm I guess it's a plot it's a plot device because like, they yeah. wanted the old people to be okay. Fair enough. <laughs> this is quite neat at least. Like all of the old people are fine. Yeah. Um and it does kind of make sense or at least again I read an article by Terry Matas an interview where he was defending it and uh and he was saying <laughs> is he well, to the brain, render, is he? Yeah, he was saying your brain does stop developing at age 25. I mean that's so... that, that is that is a fact, but it's more just kind of it's so it's so obviously shoehorned in so that they can put this generational divide into the plot, right? It's it's so shoehorned in, yeah. And yet, they yeah, just I kind of like go, it. 
I do like it this way. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah, I think that I, so I've, I've kind of said this when I when in my notes and I was writing this down that like it's silly, but also I think there is worth to them making the generational thing central to the end of the show. They could have just like not really spoken about the kids anymore, right? So now yeah. at least the kids are like part of it, which is you know which is good. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, overall, I'm I'm gonna let them have this one, but I did I did think it was a bit silly, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, what, what did you think about kind of how it's played out with like? Uh, so, obviously, the, the the they activate the ships and then they start killing it. They they kill Shelby. What do you think about that? I thought it was really good. I don't know. It's something really. There was something really brutal about that. Like that yeah. shot actually kind of stays with me. It stayed with me a bit. Where there's like it, it cut to her a shot on her bridge and then the people just coming up and shooting shoot her in the chest. Yeah. And yeah. you don't really see it, but it, it was good. It was like really quite brutal. And um, um, the the the, uh, the Excelsior being led away because they were trying to rebel and then just being yeah. targeted and then destroyed. I thought that was great as well. Yeah, there was there was there was some really good stuff in here. The, the thing that did, did annoy me a little bit was they knew it was happening. People on the bridge on the Titan didn't really react very quickly. Did they? they were like, oh, it's all young people under twenty five. But they were like, and they must have known that they had young people clearly <laughs> under twenty five on the bridge. But they were like, oh, you know, can you know they they just didn't worry about that and they just sort of. Um, didn't realize that it was happening until they all turned around and they were obviously assimilated yeah and i was like well that's strange he didn't react particularly they kept okay. just like calling them like yeah. sydney sydney and i was like no, she's she's gone it is a bit like kind of marvelly it is kind of a bit thanos clicking and everyone everyone disappears it does feel a bit like a no hope moment when they're just trying to escape and the entire fleet is starfleet so it, it, narratively i can see you know it was cool in a way i mean uh, going back to just my my little side note of having watched the end of season two earlier um, ironic that in the end of season two, Jurati actually takes control of the entire ship to save everyone. To save, and this is classic Kurtzman writing, to save the entire Alpha Quadrant. She, <laughs> she takes control of the ships and uses their shield to stop this like conduit opening. So it's kind of funny that like controlling the ship is now the bad thing, and whereas it was the, what saved everyone in season two. But but again, sorry, sorry, just come back to this because I, I it's just ridiculous. Again, you're exactly right. That was what they were saying. That there's some like galaxy level threat yep. that's about to come through these board the, the transport conduits but apparently we're just never going to we'll never get to know what that is so yep. it just feels like actually this was just a way to i'm worried that this was just a way to basically sideline Girati and that whole plot of the borg yeah so that they're not involved this season yeah and I'll be very, very upset if we don't find out. We're never going to find they out. Are guarding. Well, I'll it's be very just... upset if they don't find that out. Like, because that's what I want to know. <laughs> All I want to know is what what were they guarding? Yeah. Who who <laughs> all, it was more that who opened it, right? They don't know who opened the, the conduit. Yeah. That was who who opened it and why did why are they so yeah. What's yeah. And, and and I mean this this is where I had my theory that I just think my conspiracy theory is just that I think the Jack will be too evolved that he will be able to control the Borg Queen and I think he'll overpower them. That seems like the obvious way of bringing does this it, back, right? Does it does it feel like there will be a point where he will overpower the Borg Queen? And then he will initially go on a sort of Wolf 359 rampage. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. No, and then that, uh, yeah. Picard will remind him, using his protocols as a father, um, yeah. uh, that, yeah, that, he now, now that he suddenly now has, that he, he is, I, I feel like that's what's going to happen. 100%, yeah. I think there's going to be a moment like that. Just to note on the Excelsior as well, the ship that gets singled out and destroyed. That is, uh, the Excelsior was originally Sulu's ship, and it is heavily featured in the TOS films. 
um it's kind of like the trans warpy like kind of super futuristic ship that they try and chase the enterprise with but they sabotage it stuff like that but yeah it's, it's sulu's old ship um so a nice little nod there it's again sort of films they love the films and there's another there was another bit in there there was also the uss hikaru sulu on the screen was there actually i didn't see that i didn't, cool. I, didn't I didn't see it but i i read it i read that's that it very was cool i love that that's awesome um good to see good to see sulu get good to see george takai get a mention there was a couple of little funny bits as well when the seven says the robot's right when data suggests an idea <laughs> oh, yeah. i guess i guess it makes sense again that seven has no affiliation with yeah. data she's, she's like yeah. what is this it's a robot um, yeah and we got a bit of data trying to be emotional again with the I hope we die quickly as well with Geordie, which is a little kind yeah. of sarcastic. Yeah. But then we, but then, we yeah, then this is this is the sad part. The so. low point, the low point of the the whole season so far. This was this was my low light of the season, Sam. Yeah, mine too. Um, I thought it was, was a real, real shame. Shaw sure sure, dies. Shaw sure dies. Shaw sure dies for no reason. And in, a, and in a crap way. Like I get what they were trying to do. I get that his whole backstory was. You know, he was he was picked to go on to the ship yeah. out yeah, of one. Yeah. It was the one in ten, and this time, you know, he didn't. You know, he got to he got to send them onto the ship rather yep. than onto the shuttle, rather, and you know, had was left on it himself. But it just didn't. I don't but know. It was just so badly executed. Like, yeah. Okay, so think back to like other times this has happened in Star Trek, right? So you've got Spock with the needs of the one and needs of the many. That was great, very dramatic. You've got Pike. Um, like saving everyone and like you know that's very dramatic what happens to him is very dramatic after that this was mm. so just like wit like like limp he just kind of gets shot over a over a barrel someone shoots someone pops up over a barrel and shoots him yeah. and, and then he lays down and uh, i really didn't enjoy the his, his last little interaction with seven actually after they they really formed a really good relationship in this him like okay finally he calls a seven of nine but i just thought it was a i thought it was such like a really like naff ending to a really good character that they could have passed on to another season another series of trek with him in yeah, it. yeah agreed and and he didn't i'm not saying he wouldn't have said that like he wouldn't have said seven of nine but it felt like they were just like oh what would be a cool you know what would be kind of a profound thing for him to say oh he just he'll say her name you know that that'll be nice but <sighs> it, it didn't really feel very like it didn't really feel very in in character, I suppose, yeah. a lot of it. And it, it felt forced, didn't it? I think that's the thing. It felt it felt forced. It felt like they were just like, it'll be a nice moment. They'll just say this and then that's it, which was yeah. just like a shame. Like, and, and but we, we've now on that ship, we now just have Raffi and Seven left and it could have been the three of them, which would have been way better. And we just now yeah, just have Raffi and Seven. It just didn't, I just don't feel like he needed to die. I don't feel like the arc was worth it. Like, I don't feel no. like this, this, I don't feel like it was a good end to his character. It was, yeah. It's just a shame. But, they could have made him really like much more important and saving everyone, and that would have been cool. I would I, if he died if he died well. I always wouldn't have minded, but this was yeah. just like regrets just for Shaw's yeah. character was that he he stopped really being the captain of the ship yeah. uh, about halfway through the season, yeah. which was a shame because he was so good, and he it was it was a shame that he wasn't more throughout the season of being a bit of more of a pushback constantly. A more of a sensible like well that doesn't make any sense why should we do that like it would have been it would have been really good to have him as a bit of a counterpoint and he turned into more of a yeah you know he just he, yeah. he had you know he was good but he, he was he was sidelined a lot definitely you know? yeah and and this kind of like was the end of that wasn't it really it was kind of like yeah. we don't need you for this last little bit so sorry all of the main cast are safely off the ship of course yeah yeah uh in their little shot craft and um geordie as we know goes as we obviously predicted, again, he, they need the analog ships, right? They need to go straight back. Um, 
and you know, so they go straight back to the get the analog vessel from the museum. And you're right, Sam. You were you were what, very suspicious about that that twelve. What could have been in Hagger Bay twelve? What could have been in Hagger Bay twelve? It was the Enterprise D. It was uh, the Enterprise D. What did you think about this when you first saw it? What were you feeling when you saw that D get up? I thought it was great. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was great. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't. Do you know what? It doesn't strike me as unrealistic that they would have ended up getting the saucer section off the planet, because yeah, no, same, yeah. Pres- presumably, you can't just leave like a crashed starship on a sort of yeah world that might develop life. That is that. I think it's unrealistic sense. that it would still be in one piece. I think they would cut it up and take it off. Because it's, it's a destroyed saucer section. Why would they just... I, it it would yeah. be weird. It would be weird that Geordi would have so much pull that he would be able to actually remake it. But I he's find... like he's like the David Beckham of Starfleet. Like everyone loves this guy. He's like he's yeah. like the, he's like an A-list celebrity now. So yeah, I guess I guess so. So so they take the saucer section. Somehow they've put it back together. Um, it's all done. That's nice. You know, yeah. not, not even not even partly finished. I get. I don't know when Geordi was going to give it to him. <laughs> um, yeah, he was like, it will be a surprise one day. Yeah, but um, I, I, even though it's even though it's clearly ready, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mention it. You know, yeah, he was saving it for maybe Picard's birthday or something. He's just like, he's know. just shy. He's a shy gifter, uh, which yeah. is funny because obviously in the first episode of Picard this season, Picard talks about gifting Geordi the painting of the Enterprise D. Yeah, and Jory's yeah. actually got Enterprise <laughs> yeah, D. I forgot that. <laughs> that's, um, that's, that's good. Jory would have been like, "This is great," but I have the actual ship. Yeah, I have the um, actual ship. So this is a less good gift than you think it was. Um, yes, but I, I, I don't know. It was still. It's great. I, don't know. I mean, come on, it was it's great. It's what we. It's completely. It's what we wanted. It's fan love, service. It's it, like oh. ridiculous fan service. It makes absolutely. It doesn't really make. It doesn't kind of make sense. They would have got off the planet and that they might have bits of it around, but it doesn't make any sense. They would have put it back together. Yeah, but like, and well, Jordy was doing know, this for a passion project. Like, it's like it's yeah. like building up a vintage car. It's like his yeah. version. Put, Put it, put it, building up a vintage car. It's like seven hundred meters, and presumably <laughs> using a lot of uh, resources. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot and, of some probably know, Starfleet resources that he's using. To do yeah, this. they didn't, and they didn't just restore it, you know, to make it look good. They well, also added, they also added like weapons, shields, and they also nicked the shit. They, they they nicked the Syracuse, which is a a less important galaxy class starship, and just took the took the dorsal section of that and added it on. Which I thought was quite funny. Um, oh, is that was that they did reference that there was another yeah another the Syracuse. Ship they used. I, and I went we straight. To, I went straight to. I, well, oh, this is it, Sam. I went, I went straight to Memory Alpha, of course, and had to look at what was going on with the Syracuse. And it actually has very little mention in Star Trek. Uh, one of the only mentions is a character. <laughs> if you if you know this character, I will be I will bow down to you. Um, okay. Alphonse Pacelli. Does that ring any bells? <laughs> no, Alphonse okay. Pacelli does not ring any bells. <laughs> so Alphonse Pacelli. Uh, as it turns out, was a regular extra on TNG, just like a side, like, ensign, lieutenant character. And it's referenced in one episode that he was on the Syracuse for some time. And so I just, I went down this this memory alpha hole of looking at this this Alphonse Pacelli character. He's in yeah. loads of really key episodes. He's in Yesterday's Enterprise. He's like, like he's in um, Best of Both Worlds. He's like in all the key episodes. And this guy has been living with us for years in the back of our screens, and we have no idea who he is, but he's always been there. So, uh, do, do yeah, I if you, if you, if you have a little, if you have a little, he's like, um, kind of like, kind of like, uh, wavy ish brown hair. He, he's wearing command red, but it's just, it's just brilliant how often this extra is in the show. And the fact that they gave him a name, but we just never have thought about him is just, 
you love to see it. I love, I love that those little details. So, and he, all we know is that he served on this. He served on the Syracuse, yeah, as well as the, the Enterprise Syracuse. D. Uh, um, okay. But like a bit apart from that, the Syracuse is just another Galaxy class ship that nothing really happens. To. Oh, so I just googled it. I just, I've yeah. just googled it, and I'm seeing he was wearing. He's wearing the game. You know, yeah, he's in the, the game. The, yeah, he's in that episode. Can see, see he's addicted to the game, and he's yeah, yeah. orgasming as he looks <laughs> looks into the into, into the into the little eye things. Yep, him and Ashley Judd and, and Wesley Crusher loving the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, he's um, in so many episodes. It's crazy. He's always in ten forward as well. He's always an extra in ten forward, which is I quite like enjoy that. Um, so maybe he's like really good friends with Guinan. Who knows? But like, I mean, the best part of this reveal of the Enterprise D when they're all looking at it was when they when. Jordy goes, well, we, we can't use the Enterprise E. And then they all look at Worf and Worf goes, yeah. that was not my fault. <laughs> so clearly Worf has done something wrong. Clearly Worf has like caused the like the destruction of the Enterprise E. That that, that really made me laugh that bit. That was good. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know what happened, but it was good. So I, I tried to have a little digging, digging session for this one. And it seems to be that like in kind of some side content, they kind of half reference the idea that Worf potentially captained the Enterprise D when Picard left. For a bit, but then something happened above a planet that uh, basically caused the Enterprise E to be unusable—not necessarily destroyed, but unusable. So Un- unusable. I just, you know, I love that Worf's brief stint as captain on the Enterprise that was like met with disaster, and that, that's yeah. why they quickly had to go onto the E. Clearly, E is the E has been around for a long time because the, the, the sorry the, the F sorry because the, the E has been oh the F yeah because right, the E right, has right. been decommissioned. Nice, nice. Um, I mean, I mean, it was it was good. And seeing seeing the Enterprise D, you know, all all HD and properly oh, done up, you know, it was good. It was the good. Lights, and, the lights came up, but not quite to the level of TNG. No, <laughs> like they gave us a little bit more lighting, but they couldn't they couldn't bring themselves to do the proper like glaring, the proper, like, like big full, light. full lighting. It was funny because obviously, so so then the next bit was them, you know, the, the, the oh, well, just just seeing all all that bridge, and I was kind of wondering. Will it look weird? Will it, you know, will will so obviously a nineteen eighties futuristic aesthetic look really, really strange in Mm. this? But it actually didn't look as bad as I thought it would look. Yeah, it didn't. Um, It didn't. It uh, looks right. Yeah, I don't know whether I think you're right though. I think it was because it was slightly darker. Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right though. It was it was obviously a little bit darker, and if they'd made it too bright, it might have looked a bit funny. You forget how like glaring. (laughs) TNG yeah. was like yeah. it was like having the big light on in the bedroom you know you don't do that you have your lamps on it was just it was too it was too much yeah um yeah yeah but like you know i like you know come on i mean you've got the original cast <laughs> walking on onto bridge. the bridge on the enterprise d i mean this is just they, they went there they gave us exactly what we wanted and i'm glad that we had an empty house my had an empty house when i watched it because i i fist pumped and and definitely and celebrated it like a goal basically in a, in a football <laughs> game um i was definitely into this for sure when i was watching it I, I was i was into it it was good and and it just it's such obvious ridiculous fan service like oh. why would this even be a thing and we will come on to the, the worst plan of all time in a second but like <laughs> this this you know this doesn't doesn't really make sense and yet no. I loved it anyway. But like, <laughs> I was okay, like, so... I don't, you don't even really, this doesn't even really make sense as to why they would be doing this, but sure, like, I'm, you know, I'm on I could, with it. but I could, this is what I, I mean, it, it, it almost just feels like a Star Trek convention now. It almost just feels like they've come out on stage. I, I feel like they should be like, actually, they should, when they were filming it, they should have had a crowd there to whoop and cheer when they came out. It was that level of fan service. It just felt so like, just put on. Um, but I don't care. I loved it. I was like, yeah. cool, great, do the thing. Know sit in the and chair 
And I've realized that basically I, I kind of spent a lot of time thinking that I wasn't into fan service and it really, really annoyed <laughs> me. But the two episodes that I've enjoyed the most this season have just been so heavy on fan service. So yeah. maybe that's just what I'm what I'm looking for from this season at this point. But do, um, do you think it's because of the I think it might be because of the very specific context of Star Trek where we've had nothing for years. We had nothing, no, nothing, no content for years and years and years. And then we had new Trek and it was terrible for years. Um, and then we like got trickled in with lower decks and I was like, oh, they can, that, this is actually kind of good. Um, and then we had Strange New Worlds, which was actually, oh, this is cool. Uh, wish I could see my original characters. And they've kind of like really slowly, finally given us exactly what we want. It's kind of, it's been so long coming to get to this point that like, I feel, I feel like I'm more susceptible to it because it's been so bad for so long. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I'm, it, it almost feels like it, it, it's, so, it's such an obvious thing to have done and they haven't done it. So finally, you know, it, it, it actually is great, works really well. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, we, you know, obviously they could have made it the E or the D. They could have yeah. picked either. Are you happy with it being, would you oh, have had yeah. it any other way? Or, yeah, I mean, or... I think it makes way less sense that it's the E than it's the D, but they have explained why the E isn't there. But it wouldn't have meant anything if they were on the E. It would have been like, it just would have been, oh, that, that from that that ship from nemesis like it wouldn't have been anything so it had to be the d really if right. they're gonna if they're gonna do this you might as well go the whole way um i think i think i i sort of read again like the the the, the cast when they were they were on the bridge then yeah. they first you know all, all the main cast when they got onto the bridge they only had something like two days to film this like really? they had two days to film this whole scene so they built it and then they had two days to film it and they had quite a lot to I guess they've got quite a lot to, to I'm sure next episode is very, very heavily featuring the bridge. But oh, he said, yeah. so that, that basically it was an absolute mission to get anyone to focus. Uh, I'm not surprised. Because <laughs> they all walked on the bridge and they all just want to like immediately reminisce and just spend like hours and hours just mucking around on the bridge. Well, that's what they always um, used to do, right? That they, they used to have the Rex on TNG quitting because the cast was so well, so badly behaved. Yeah. I've, I've, there's, there's so many good... Um, like clips from uh, conventions where they're talking about how much they just dicked around on the <laughs> on the bridge. Um, I, I, there's there's a really, I said to be honest, there's actually this one that I was remembering the other day where Data and Worf keep walking in and just just again keep trying. I think that, do you know what? I can't. I've remember. seen a lot of them on YouTube, a lot of the outtakes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's yeah. so many, there's so many good ones. There's yeah. a terrible yeah. reference. Dorn, I couldn't really remember it, but yeah. Michael Dorn seems to be. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Michael Dorn seems to be like the main like um person who just cannot keep serious he just like, laughs all the time michael um, gordon's hilarious That's but yeah i just thought it was great i like the little carpet joke from picard as well that was nice because obviously yeah. you know they do have to point out the fact that it's weird that they have a carpet it's, it's um, weird they have a carpet i am also like like a lot of people are like nearly dead here you know a lot of people, <laughs> <laughs> you know nice nice to reminisce nice to have a little joke yeah but also pretty Fate serious stuff going on Fate of humanity is kind of hanging in the balance <laughs> yeah and i also think that the, i mean obviously again and this is what i'm saying if this was another another season of the show or if this was another show we would not be letting this stuff slide they're literally just feeding us the good stuff and hoping we don't notice the plot holes and everything else going on i think one thing that really and this was almost like my low light of the show sorry of the episode and almost one of my worst picard lines of the season was when he just goes 
he's he's like oh i don't i feel bad asking you to help me with this like it's his personal family problem and it's like it's not like the entire <laughs> all starfleet's <laughs> been assimilated this is everyone's problems two of geordie's daughters have been assimilated picard this is not about you yeah. that everyone is obviously going to help and they all have to yeah. be like no we're here for you it's like everyone is equally affected by this you know yeah. what are they going to do what are they going to do not that what are they going to do not help and just be like ah oh, no we'll just we'll just let it everyone is 25 yeah. that's all good it doesn't matter yeah, don't anymore. worry about it yeah <laughs> Enti- yeah our, our entire civilization has been assimilated but picard we don't really want to put ourselves at risk so why don't you just go and do it yeah um, yeah and but and hey i mean that was i, mean, I guess they wanted they yeah. wanted the moment where everyone was like we're family i don't I know guess. it was it was a bit it was a bit again it was a bit unnecessary but it was fine and then yeah. It was it was it was a little bit weird that they all just were like, well, I guess, I guess, I guess, you know, I guess Picard has to be in charge. Yeah, they just you deferred know? to him, right? Like they're all just like, yep, okay, that's fine. And I'm you've like, you've got you've got Captain Worf, you've got Captain Riker, sorry, Admiral Riker, Commodore Geordie, you know, um, you've got Beverly who's been out of Star out of Starfleet for a very long time. You've got Troy, Troy who's retired, and Data who is probably quicker and more intelligent and more able than all of them put together because he is a like this new android um kind of amalgamation so it was a bit strange that they're all just like ah oh, well obviously he's a bad choice he's a bad it. choice for for captain let's be honest as, we've, he's, as he's proven this 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 season right yeah he's he's i mean it wouldn't have been it would have been a bit weird if he I, I get at this point like to be honest they couldn't not have done this of course it, it, it doesn't really stand up to reasoning um if you really but think about it that said sam when they when they they pan the camera down between the two <laughs> between the two consoles yeah and it slowly zooms in and patrick stewart points at the screen and says engage tell me you didn't love that i did love it i did love it it was good it was great however it leads us on to the worst plan of all time oh which yeah. was what is their plan is it just to what what is their plan is it just to take the take the enterprise d which is a quite an old ship at this point um that i guess has been restored in a museum back to take on all of starfleet yeah that doesn't seem like a plan nope. that's not a plan I, and i i don't know why any none of them were like this is a bad plan they're just going to destroy know, we, the d immediately yeah that we just why why wouldn't the rest of them be like this is a terrible idea we shouldn't <laughs> do that like we we should go do something else like we should go get the klingons or yeah. we should go get like any of the other races or around jurati <laughs> or, or jurati or literally anyone else or uh, maybe around... beverly maybe beverly can summon wesley can summon her traveler son you know there's well, a lot that of that would that there. would oh maybe wesley is going to be in it uh, i wonder if wesley's going to be it so is janeway still going to appear do you no, think no i don't think so i think that's it i think we had our chance with janeway Okay. Um, I think that was when I wouldn't, we had rule, Shelby. It, I wouldn't rule it out. I wouldn't rule it out. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't either. But like, it kind of feels like the guest appearances are done. Maybe. All right. Well, I mean, Tuvok's dead then. <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> it's all right. It wasn't that. It wasn't that fun of Tuvok anyway. Yeah, That's okay. Yeah, it wasn't the best. You know. But I mean, yeah, and they do confirm, don't they? They do say we are. We've put in coordinates to Earth, so they are just going to go straight back there. They are um, going straight back there with an old ship. <laughs> it doesn't really yes it can't be taken over but what what are, what are they going to do honestly and they, this again is, they this could have plan. so easily gone geordie could have gone it looks the same but i've massively upgraded it it's fucking good now we've got some yeah. incredible weapons on the ship just you wait yeah yeah they don't it's just the old ship <laughs> <laughs> what was that what was that what was that banned uh radiation technology they uh they introduced in nemesis uh for for the um that they used to kill the romulan government with 
Yeah, what was that? Thaleron radiation. Thaleron. Could have been powered by Thaleron radiation. The band yeah. technology, which is just like the most all-powerful thing of all time. Um, but anyway. Literally anything like that. Like, there's so yeah. many options. They could have had a spore drive. They could have brought a spore drive back. You know? spore drive. I would have been really pissed off if they brought back the spore drive. And don't pretend, Pete, that you wouldn't have been annoyed. If I would have been so annoyed. Drive. I would have been, so annoyed. You would have been raging. I would you would have, have, have turned, you just turned it off. Yeah. Maybe maybe Lorca. Maybe Lorca's going to be in episode 10. Oh. Wow! If 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 all of the Discovery cast uh, ended up, you know, showing up to this fight at the end, how upset would you be on a scale of what if like they save them? If they're like we brought yeah. our, we brought our thirty second century tech back and we're going to yeah. save the day, and that that's how and that's how they save the day. I'd be I'd be pretty furious to be honest. Good, I'd be like, good, what are you doing? You'd be. Pretty I also livid. wouldn't be surprised because I think Kurtzman's probably getting a bit jealous that Terry Metalis is getting so much love. So he's like, I'm yeah. got, I've got to ruin this at the end, surely. <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, I mean yeah. that was. I mean, look, it was. Hey, I mean, I've got one question for you, Sam, and that question is: You've got five bars of gold press latinum. How many bars do you give this episode? Uh, four, four and a half. Four and four a half. half. Okay. Yeah. So, 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 I feel like I spent quite a lot of this episode criticizing it, but I just enjoyed it. I just enjoyed so much of it, even though I really shouldn't have. I feel like it was against my better judgment. Yeah. That that I'm giving it that higher score. And I feel like objectively, it's maybe slightly worse than that. But I guess if it's the you know if they're gonna show, if they're gonna be serving me up fan service like this, I'm fine with it. Just, it was like just... a like a, a really good McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. I feel I like I, I know you, it, I know it's bad, but ah, oh, god, I loved it. You yeah. know, it's makes no sense. Makes no sense. It. They would send it there. They they would get the Enterprise D back, and they would have restored <laughs> it, and they would take it back. But cool. Yeah. It also it, it also might have been a good idea to use any of the other ships as well that they had there. Yeah. Why wouldn't just, they take them just all? taking one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but what, anyway. about, what about you? And the, uh, to be honest, now I think about it, the Defiant would have been a better choice. Yeah. Like because <laughs> there's also like there's also like seven of them. And there's like Voyager. And there's like yeah. there's, there's like so there's so many like, you know, maybe maybe the Enterprise A would have been a bit of a waste considering that's like a hundred something years old. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, you know, obviously. But, but like like some of the other ones could have been all right. Why wouldn't they have taken them anyway? Yeah, sorry. it's just it, no, no. How you're many right. Latinum it, it bars? It makes literally many, no sense. Um, how many Latinum bars would you give this? I think I, I want to be logical about this because it, I'm going to go for four. I'm just going to go for a straight four. Okay. I love this. I loved it so much. I love the ending so much. I'm going to watch that back forever. Right. I'm going to watch that scene back. But come on, there are some silly bits in this episode, and and I I think we have to kind of acknowledge that. You know, a lot of the there were a lot of kind of like brushing over of bits to just kind of get to this point, and yeah, fine, I accept it. But also, I also want to point out that it's not the best storytelling in this episode, whereas the previous episodes have been good in that way. You know, yeah. Do you know? Do you know what? I think I think that I, I feel like you knocked off about half a half a bar for the space fireworks. Uh, oh, I did. You, yeah, those space um, fireworks. I did not feel good yeah. about that. <laughs> no, but you know what? I was kind of thinking like it doesn't really they did a lot in like this this episode moved the story on a lot and i think we were saying in the other episodes that you know it was getting a bit annoying not knowing who jack was it really feels to me like they didn't need to leave the reveal this late like they could have no done way. the reveal like a couple of episodes ago because mm. not really a lot has happened in the last few episodes other than vadic you know well vadic died after a bit of a misadventure yeah uh trying to take over the ship but Th those last two episodes, nothing much. Yeah, Data kind of restored of himself. To and fro, and... isn't it? 
yeah they, they, there's not been loads happening and we on all we've been doing is dancing around the fact that yeah, yeah. there's clearly something and, and it's meant that everything is now crushed into this tiny two episode arc and you know it, it, i don't know why they didn't reveal this like a few a few episodes ago and... i think what it, it could have been a lot more interesting that way because they could have almost had to like try and chase the ball cube or something i think like it's it has got a bit Kurtzmany at the end where the stakes have gone so crazily high. Also, the other Kurtzmany bit is the fact that they've made a lot of the previous parts of the season no longer actually matter, which happens a lot yeah. in Kurtzman Star Trek. I feel like that's kind of the changing stuff just in a bit like whatever now, isn't it? Whereas it was so crazy and cool two episodes ago, it's now just who cares? Yeah, um, I don't think we're ever going to find out why the changelings were were working were particularly bothered about working with the, the borg that doesn't really make sense considering like motivation apart from revenge that one person yeah and had, and yeah. like and like you know we, we know that obviously they were tortured but again it feels like helping out the borg would be a mistake also makes literally no 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 sense that when you're the dominion and um you are worried about the federation for a start yeah that you yeah. would the borg are way more of a threat like so yeah. if you help them assimilate the federation, you massively upscale upskill their their force, and they're going to expand and they're going to reach the gamma quadrant at some point. Well, <laughs> They've got transport conduits. It doesn't really make it doesn't really make sense that you would then basically give the Borg away back. Yeah. Um. And why would the Borg wouldn't wouldn't mind assimilating the Dominion? So and so it doesn't really make it doesn't really make any sense. Like that yeah. doesn't doesn't really totally land. So I thought I mean I know they're a they're a rogue faction, but it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense. I said, do you know do you know what one thing that I really want to get answered in episode what? ten is who are the bird skull aliens? Who are they? Oh, what race are they? Yeah. Who is behind that mask? We never we never found out. Yeah. So yeah. I mean it felt like it was it was the Gem Hadar, but, but maybe it wasn't never, the Gem Hadar. Yeah. They never told us. Why just, did they look different? And so weird. We never, we never found out. Um, that, just that some minions, you know. But there was a lot, there was a lot of stuff like that. Like I just, I feel like, I feel like we're not going to really find out what happened. And there's, there's a lot of things that don't really make a lot of sense. Like I, st <laughs> we still don't know why they actually want Jack at all. Like, yeah, we don't actually we don't, know that. We don't yet, actually do know we? why. Like yeah. they're they're interested in. It doesn't really, it doesn't really seem clear why they needed Jack at all because yeah. they've done all like this. They're all, they're all the evolution, right? He was the evolution of the Borg, but everyone assimilated now is part of that. So why is he yeah. special? And, yeah, and and they put all this code into the transporters without without Jack Crusher because yeah. they stole that from Picard's, from Picard's brain, right? Oh, yeah. I, I, also, I also thought about that. I was also like, clearly, again, kind of fake peril. Clearly, if they can put it into the transporter, the way that they solve it is to transport everyone and then they rematerialize without it. So they take it out again, right? Oh, yeah, so yeah, at some point yeah, they're yeah. just going to beam everyone out onto Earth, and they're all going to be like, "Oh, it's a new day, and I'm no longer Borg," and they're all going to be happy, right? Yeah, I, I agree with that. That that is how they're going to take it out, definitely. Yeah. Um, um, I'm I'm wondering. I was kind of wondering, like, do you think there's going to be how much do you think the Enterprise D is going to fight versus no, or versus? Do you think they're just going to be sort of hiding? In, I think I think I, that, I think we'll get like a hero moment. We'll get like Data and Geordi somehow deactivate loads of ships and then they just go through and wreck loads of people. I think we'll get that, but it, they won't be actually in a battle, I think. Okay. You know? I, I Basically, do you think that the Enterprise D is going to survive? Uh, yes, actually. I don't know why I said yes then, but I think it might. Really? I think it might be a bit, I think it might be a bit too much to just destroy it again. They, they can't crash they can't crash a saucer section into, into Earth this time. <laughs> uh, right. I mean, they definitely can and they probably will. <laughs> 
yeah maybe I mean, I mean, we'll, could... we'll probably get the enterprise d fighting the titan right they'll probably yeah. be like a, and then the seven and yeah. seven and rafi can't control it yeah no i reckon i can i can see that happening um anyway to be honest i'm excited to see more enterprise d i, yeah. I don't think i don't think well i mean i, I, mean... I, I, I however bad the plot is however like even and I I hope it won't be too bad. I, I I am feeling I'm not I am feeling optimistic about it. Like I think I'll enjoy the last episode, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Even even if I've got conceptual problems with it, <laughs> and even if we never find out what the Borg are guarding and why Gerati's Borg had to guard this transport rift and why we couldn't ever see her again, and that doesn't make any sense. I still feel like I will enjoy. Yeah the last episode maybe it'll happen in lower decks at some point you know maybe i'll use it for that i really hope so i really hope it does get referenced in lower decks <laughs> at some point um i thought i okay so i mean well, well hey as as is tradition give me what what is your hope and what is your concern your hope is enterprise d right my hope uh well my no my yeah i suppose i suppose that's my hope my, my hope is is generally we're not gonna get out i think i was hoping originally we'd get answers yeah, I've kind of now come to the conclusion that we won't get answers, and this isn't really going to make that much sense. Yeah, and uh, a lot of this isn't going to make sense, and so maybe I'm just hoping for those nostalgia moments, like the Enterprise D, you know, crushing <laughs> somehow a series of a, a series of much better ships, um, and. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably my hope. And my, my concern is that nostalgia, I think you were kind of mentioning it, it's a very fine line between it becoming really, really <laughs> cheesy and bad if yeah. it's done if it's done badly. And and yeah. it, it definitely in the last episodes of this, I definitely think there's a risk that it could that it could it could veer into that, you know. Definitely. Um stuff yeah, it's, just it's gonna be that, a, that is ridiculous it's gonna yeah. be a, like a, a a tricky to navigate hour isn't it i think this episode of television <laughs> yeah yeah what, what your hope and concern i think my hope is actually that for the integrity of this show for like everything we've seen is because we've had a great time once one doing this podcast but also watching this show been a really good season of tv i really hope that jack crusher and borg queen is is the highlight of the, of the finale I think that would that would be incredible if like that's if that's really nailed and um they really just kind of like do a good kind of ends to Jack Crusher and it's the original Borg Queen and you know because in Voyager she was a great character the Borg Queen yeah. really good villain and um, really really well acted um real put together and I love to kind of see the first contact Voyager Borg Queen really kind of given a good moment so yeah that's my hope i think it's probably unlikely because they're going to be so focused on enterprise d but even so <laughs> my concern is that they don't care about the plot anymore it's just a it's just a vehicle it's just a vehicle for the enterprise d now and memo and, and the enterprise d and this concern comes from re-watching the last 10 minutes of season two of picard where they very quickly explain everything away and have nice little resolutions to things that like completely take the weight out of the situation um, I hope that this is th this situation has consequences as well. I I'm concerned it won't. I'm concerned that everything will be fine again very quickly. Yeah. Um, everyone being assimilated needs to have consequences. If it doesn't, that's silly. Yeah, that's my concern. Yeah, that, that's that's <laughs> fair because it does feel like they are. It's not going to have consequences particularly beyond this, whereas it should have emotional consequences beyond the you know the, the end. It, it be, at the end of this episode, things should not just be fine. Yeah. Look at um, all three five nine. Look at look at look at Shaw. Look at how much that yeah. affected him. Right. This has to have generational impact. You know. Right. Right. And um, yeah. And 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 it does feel like they are really just going for. How can we give 
the TNG cast a good send off. Yeah. Which makes me think, which isn't a bad thing. Because I want them to have like, a good send off. But, to... but you also want it to be in a satisfying way that, that, you know, is a bit more modern than just, uh, you know, they, they, they fly in on the enterprise D save the day and everyone's happy. <laughs> and you know, that's it. Um, you just, you just summarize episode 10 and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope, I hope, I really hope I didn't. I really hope that's, I really hope it is. Um, oh dear. Yeah. A bit more, a bit more complex than that. But um, yeah. But yes, I mean that's that was that was episode nine. It was a, definitely a, a weighty episode. Um, one more to go, Sam. One more to go. One more to go. And I'm, I'm talking about still so proud of us that we've actually committed <laughs> to this podcast. One thing. One thing I gotta say, Pete. Um, the naming of the episodes. It's just yeah. it's there. You know, on on Spotify, or it just it's inconsistent, man. <laughs> uh, I was looking at it today. Some of them you say season. Some of them you say s. Yeah. I, I want I want that to be consistency. It's it's, it's what it's what I would it's what I would like to call an, ev- an evolution. Um, you, much like how the Borg have evolved. Uh, it's yeah. it's starting with season and then realizing that season was too long to fit when you have it on the phone. <laughs> it's then realized yeah. then, then i had to put the whole apology marathon thing because we missed three weeks of this yeah. podcast yeah. Um, yeah and i put the episode on the end because i was wondering if that helps us in the algorithm to get more people to see us but i don't know no, it makes 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 sense makes so sense. We're, okay, by episode well, 10 be... when we're done we'll work it out you know okay. and it'll be too late. You'll, you'll have perfected it by by the last episode and it'll be too hope. late yeah exactly but you yeah. know also, at least we, also, you added you added a theme tune last time <laughs> it was good i was, I was wondering it. if you liked it or not i, w- I wasn't sure if you would i, I, I it was, well, it was I a for- very of the moment thing i forgot to i forgot to thank you for it it was nice it was good um pete does all the mixing and the editing um so you know i mean it's not thanks. it's uh, for, for listeners i basically do this in garage band it's very very <laughs> it's in, in, incredibly low tech almost to the point of embarrassment how low tech it is but um yeah I had fun mess- messing around with some Apple loops last week. And yeah, I was sad that the, the Tuvok wrap uh, it wasn't in there anymore. It can always make it. It always make a reappearance, Sam. If you, I if would you... prefer it. I would prefer if the Tuvok wrap could be part of the the theme tune. To be honest, maybe that maybe there can be a sequel. You know, for for our finale episode, <laughs> <laughs> Tuvok can get uh, to his dodgy second album. Yeah, I I'll be happy with that. That was a, another week of of talking about Trek. We're on for the finale next week, Sam. We still don't have a way of signing off, and I don't think we're going to have one for episode. No. I, you know what? That's your that's your assignment. I want I I'm want episode. Gonna... I know I want episode ten to finish with a grand a grand finish that you've come up with for the end of right. episode ten. Okay, I'll, I'll try and come up with something that that's a bit less awkward than me just saying bye bye <laughs> bye, uh, and and I'll thank you awkwardly. But I, I will try and come up with something. But that's a little hook that we're going to get people to listen next week to. So, you know, this is this is we're learning. We're podcasters who are learning how to get an audience. This is what we're yeah. doing. So nice. Right. Um, but for now, uh, thank you very much for listening, everyone, and we will see you next week for the finale. See and you next see week. You Goodbye. Bye.